Welcome to the Vigor Life Podcast, a source of inspiration, lessons, stories, skill sets, mindsets, and strategies to invigorate and expand all areas of your life. Let's go. What's going on, Coach Luca? Back here with the Vigor Life Podcast. And uh, today's episode, you know, I, I, I was talking about this a little bit um, in a previous podcast, but I wanted to shoot some shorter, uh, I would say, Man, you know, you can call them, I, I hate necessarily call them motivational ones because I hope all of these are lessons. I hope all of these are insights. Um, but shorter ones, just kind of things that are on my mind, things that I've been preaching about, uh, things that I've been experiencing. Uh, a little less of, you know, where some of these podcasts, I, I go deep and it's almost like a, a, <laughs> a mini course. Um, sometimes it's just, uh, I realize that the, that I, the best way for me to, to do things is... Uh, you know, as things come up or I journal my notes, right, you know, read through something, take a course, speak to my my friends, peers, mentors, whatever it may be, um, when things come up to just share them. And uh, that that with the hopes of obviously uh, being not just thought provoking, but change provoking, helping you take action that maybe you haven't taken or giving you insight and perspective. That's a little bit different. So, uh, you know, this weekend has been great because uh, you guys probably last episode seen uh, me talking to Martin Rooney, uh, my brother from another, a coaching greatness himself. And, you know, we, like I said, we were doing a seminar here at Vigor because, uh, one, I, you know, I'm trying to bring as much a, a continuing education uh, to the gym as possible. Like this year we're going to have in probably anywhere from 11 to 12 seminars uh, at Vigor, which means pre- averaging once a month. I, don't, I legitimately don't think uh, there's any other place that's, that's doing that. And like I said, that's my commitment to my team to be the best uh, when it comes to Obviously, the, the art of coaching uh, and everything that encompasses that. But my, my point to where I'm going with this is we combine two different things, right? One is getting better, right? Getting better. Me personally, I'm still in the back taking as many notes as I possibly can. Uh, number two is getting my team better. And number three is connecting with people that I care about and love and, and want to do business with and do business with, as, as like I said, uh, uh, me and Martin. Uh, I run the business division for training for warriors, and and like I said, we work on that together as well. So combining those things, and um, because really I wanted to shoot the pos- this podcast, you know, off of this last weekend, um, and you know, uh, on on Sunday too, as as we were going around doing cool stuff, and you know, another one of my really good friends, that uh, Joel Jamison, you know, we went and hung out, flew in a helicopter for a couple hours over Seattle, talking life, business, all types of different things. And, you know, and today I just had a meeting um, uh, with Theo and Steph about something that w- we may be working on. And like I said, Theo's uh, one of our coaches, uh, obviously like a little brother to me. And uh, we talked about some possibilities and some, some things uh, moving forward with the project. And, and what it brought me to is, you know, looking at the things that, um, you know, that like when, when you do any type of business or work or whatever, how important it is in who you do it with. Because then you end up being engaged. Um, and what I mean by that engaged is that, you know, um, like loving the process, right? Too many times like people, and, and I used to do that back in the day, right? Where you're chasing something, you know, wake up in the morning like, man, like when are we going to get to this number and make this much money? Like when is this, when do I get this award? When do I get blah, 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 you know? And, and like I realized that like I'm right now so much more fulfilled in my life because every single day... I continue to dive into the process, right? Like engaging in the things, like getting better at the work that I do, connecting more with the people that I work with, both the team and the clients. 
as well as, like I said, just the fact that the people that I work with, I love them. Like, man, I care about them. I love doing work together with them. It's meaningful work. And, you know, realizing that so much of your life is work, right? I mean, I, you know, if you go to a job that's eight hours a day, 10 hours a day, um, you know, you run a business. I mean, obviously that becomes usually 12, 16, 18. I don't know. You know, I, I mean, uh, I, I work a lot, but that is like 50, 60, 70 percent of your life right there working, right? Doing something. And to make a choice of like, what do I want to do? And, and, and also, how do I want to do it? And who do I want to do it with? And then a lot of those things are your choices, right? And that doesn't mean that sometimes, you know what, you're, you're not going to be doing something that maybe is not your end goal, but you can still engage with that work and with those people and connect with them and care about the work and the people and your life becomes better. And so that was like really like a, uh, not necessarily like this massive epiphany, but just almost like a reflection and realization of that like times will still be hard. Life will still be hard. You're going to struggle. You're going to have obstacles and whatnot. But when you're engaging with meaningful work that you care about and want to get the best at with people that you care about and you like you, you want to see them succeed, like you work hard because you want to see them succeed and you want to help them out. And it's the other way around. They want to do that for you, too. Man, like there's nothing better than that, right? There's absolutely nothing better than that. And, and so I wanted to share a couple of lessons that I believe are important, right? Um, with that, you know what I mean? Like I, I, I mentioned that. And should I say, you know, what are some lessons that will get you to that place um, or get you over the hump or get you over some obstacles? And these are some that I shared this week. Like every, every you know, team training session, small group session, uh, I have a story, I have a, I have a point, I have something that I share with uh, the clients. There's, there's things that I share with the team and our in-staffs every week. And I wanted to share them with you guys because, like I said, these are reflections and realizations. They're not, and, and they're not just stuff that I, you know, oh, I read in the book, sounds good, I'll put on a meme. Like, it's things that either we're applying, learning, living, um, that truly, truly matter. And so the first one, uh, I actually shared on, on that on Instagram, but it was, it was about, like, listening to yourself less and then talking to yourself more okay now let, let, let's let's dig into this right because you might be like what, what the hell does that mean well listen when you listen to yourself it's usually the doubts the fears the naysaying the you know the the fear that's that's that you're listening to right your editor right that part of your brain is like oh you can't do this man don't you think this will be too expensive this is a lot of work I don't know, this is not very secure, right? That's the editor talking. And you gotta listen to that less. You gotta listen to the voices inside your head less, especially when those voices are not empowering. They're not leading you to a place that you wanna go, right? They're not like fueled by purpose or, or, or passion or desire or greatness, right? They're fueled by fear, jealousy, hatred, anger, you know, all these different things, right? So listen to yourself less, but talk to yourself more. Right. And um, this came up like we have this. It, it's kind of a funny thing, but it's become my thing. Right. Like when I do really, really tough training sessions and you kind of hit that breaking point where you're like, man, you, you want to stop. And and I'm like, I'll t talk to myself. I'm like, OK, this is the door to the land of legends. Let's go to the land of legends. It's time to go to the land of legends. Right. And it's like and that fires me up. I'm talking to myself. I mean, it's talking to yourself can be as simple as like, man, you can do this. 
Like you can do this. Like on this other side of this challenge, there's, there's not just victory, but there's growth. There's something that you haven't experienced before, right? There's a higher vantage point, more possibility, you know, superpowers. If like it was a video game, you beat the boss, you got the superpower, you know what I'm saying? And so that's talking to yourself, right? Because it's positive. It's moving you in the right direction, right? And that's a big, big difference than listening to yourself and your doubts and your fears and, and, and you know, things in that nature. One leads you away from where you want to be. One leads you towards where you want to be, right? But, it, but it's difficult. And, you know, so that's one of the, the bigger, I would say, lessons that you want to remember is listen to yourself less and talk to yourself more. Now, on the other hand, when it comes to others, right, when it comes to others, like in the people in your life, man, talk less and listen more, right? Most people are just waiting to respond, right? I'm, I'm hearing you talk, I'm hearing you talk, but like, I'm, you know, it's all about me, so I just want to hear myself talk, so I'm just going to go, Right? But it's like if we listen to people and ask questions and find out more about them, one, we can learn way more. And every person has wisdom. Every person has experiences and is better at something than you are. And everybody has something to teach you. Right. So when you shut up and you listen, you ask, you're going to learn more. You're going to have more insight. You're going to have better information to make decisions. But most importantly, you're going to be able to connect to that person. Because guess what? Like every person on their forehead. Right. I mean, if you if you kind of looked at every person and you looked at their forehead, you know, in, in some way either says, help me, or I want to feel important, or I want to feel heard, right? And so that's the thing. That's what you're doing. Like, you are making them feel important. Not just through the steps, but, but like truly engaging, right? Truly listening, actively listening, and finding out more. And you'll, like, it'll be a, it's a wonder what happens when you start doing that. And like I said, you guys know I, I, I like to talk. That's been a big challenge for me. And over time, I've become better and better and better. And now I will certainly say I still, you know, jump into people's words too often and, and really work on, work, you know, stopping myself from doing that. But nonetheless, right, it's like a work in progress. And are you doing that? Are you consciously doing that? Right. Listen to yourself less. Talk to yourself more and then talk less to others, but listen to them more. And I promise you that just in itself, if you truly apply it every single day, It'll change your communication. It'll change your connections to people, right? You'll, you'll build deeper connections. And the thing is, like what I mentioned at the beginning, it will allow you to do meaningful work with people you love and care about that you want to do great things for and they want to want to do great things for you. And together you will rise higher than you could as an individual. And the thing is, the process of all of that will be so much more magnificent, right? Because like, hey, trust me, every single day, I have really tough things to deal with. Some days I'm like, shit, like, you know what I mean? But it's, it's really, really hard. But just tapping into the fact that I'm doing it with my people, with my tribe, you know what I mean? People that I, I want to do the best for, man, it will change the course of your life and your work. It will. Like, even when it's tough, if you went for two years, like, struggling like crazy and you, you looked at your bank account, you know, and the shit wasn't where you wanted it to be, right? That, but the thing is, but if you're doing meaningful work, you love it, you absolutely fucking love what you're doing, and you're doing it with people where you're like, man, I know they got my back, I know I got theirs. You know what? Life is good. Life is great. You'll get there. You feel me? Like, that's the, that's the kicker. Or, or and this is the other side that I've seen, you know, like people that have a lot of the, the, the things, you know, the money, the cars, whatever, and they don't have that, and they're miserable, right? There's always this, like, in, in, in like they're, they're, the work is, is something else other than purpose, which brings me to, okay, which brings me to point number two. And uh, you may have experienced or heard this in different manners. One that I really enjoyed is, you know, there's different levels. There's actually four, but I'm going to talk about three today um, of 
when it comes to, let's just call it, you could call it conscious coaching. You could call it just, I don't know, conscious work and living and connecting. Um, there's a lot of different ways that you could call this, but you know what? Let's call it three levels of conscious living. How about that? Right? Because it does apply to every area of your life. And the number one kind of level at the base level, and at base doesn't mean good, right? It's not like foundational, you need to work through that. But a lot of people, this is where they live. And my goal, one of my goals in coaching, both my business coaching uh, and also you know, coaching through, uh, through Vigor Round Fitness and Performance, where there is the fitness component, the nutrition component, but like underlying all that, like this is my goal, is to get people from, to be more consciously living. Same thing in business, like hey listen, I teach marketing, business strategies, fulfillment systems, systems, leadership, all those different things. But underlying all of these, these are the things that will help you become successful and be more connected and do all these things that you love with people that you love. I'm gonna keep repeating, I'm gonna brainwash you, damn it. You feel me? <laughs> so number one at that first level is like life, it's, it's called the to me level. Life happens to me, right? And essentially this is kind of like the victim mode, all right? The posture is being a victim mode. The experience is blaming and complaining. The belief system is there's a problem and someone is at fault and someone should fix this, right? I'm looking outside of myself. Man, like the economy, man, it's fucking, it's gotta change, it's gotta change. Man, the local area, the, the real estate prices are going up. Man, that's gotta change. What's, I can't, like I'm gonna wait for it to change before I do something. Man, my, my, in my relationship, man, I can't stand this person. They're doing, uh, you know, this is the way they're acting towards me. It's, it's on them to change, to fix it, okay? And what are the, well, the key question is like, what the most people ask themselves is, why me? And whose fault is this, right? So victim mode, why me? And then whose fault is this? I'm looking outward for, you know, to, to, to point fingers, to create blame and to look for a solution for somebody else to make it happen. And the, the, the benefits of this kind of way of conscious living, which is, you know, to me, and that life happens to me, uh, is it, you experience separateness. You uh, define, you, you have a defined identity, like, oh, I can't change. It's like the fixed versus, uh, versus growth mindset. Um, you're entertaining drama. Uh, you, you're, you're not supporting empathy. You're, you're super high adrenaline, right? And I mean, of course, that, that's kind of like the short end of it. But the reality is that when you live in that life, you always are going to believe and feel that things are happening to you and there's not much that you can do to change them. And, and in itself, that becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy, uh, right? You don't believe that you can change it, so you don't take action, you don't change anything, and obviously you keep getting what you experience and you keep getting what you expect. And from there, we move to um, the conscious level of like life by me. So I make life happen, right? And, and this is where, one, you take responsibility of your own life. This is a this is a massive thing, right? When 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 I'm working with with any type of client, and for myself, like when I took responsibility for all areas of my life, things started changing because I I looked at it and said, yes, you know, I am in a bad place, or I did fuck this up, or you know, this is what happened here, and it wasn't my fault. But you know what? It's on me, right? I have the responsibility to take this on and to change it. And so, with that said, you know, the responsibility place is the posture is one of a creator, right? You, you see yourself as a creator. Your experience is appreciation. There's a lot more appreciation and gratitude because why? Well, because your beliefs are that the problems are here for me to learn from. I create the problem so I can solve the problem, right? I can create my environment so I can change my environments. 
Okay, like these things happen, but I can learn a lesson and grow from it. And actually, it might be there's a gift hiding in this challenge. There's a gift hiding in this pain. And a key question is, because of that, is like, what can I learn from this? And then what do I want to create? What do I want? What do I want to achieve? Right? Massive difference. And the benefits here is our personal empowerment, defining your wants and desires, and then creating your, 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 you know, who you become and creating your identity. Now, with that said, right, think about this. Like, you know, in my life, if I help move, move people, you know, be the guide and support, first of all, it's like not, you know, people move themselves, obviously, but the, like, help guide, support, coach people from the place of to me to buy me, man, that's a powerful thing. And you're changing a lot of people's lives and helping them move forward, right? Now, there's another level here. Actually, there's two more levels, but I'm going to talk about another level today uh, to give you, to show you the possibility. And, you know, I, to, I believe that in certain stages I am in this area or moving, but not completely. It's kind of like, you know, this is a work in progress. And this level is through me. So I cooperate with life happening. And, you know, the posture here is that of a co-creator. Now, it's a little bit different. Like I said, you know, I just want to show you the possibility of what's, what's kind of next. And, you know, this, the experience here is allowing flow, wonder, awe, right? Where you actually don't battle as much of life, right? Uh, and, and look, there, there's a big difference between people, when, when I say something like this, it's like, what? So you just, you know, you don't work hard and you don't, you don't, you don't have struggles? No, nah, you do. But it's like, but you're more in awe of all these things and you're more connected to them. And you almost anticipate them, right? You, you expect them. So think about this. Uh, you know, Mogadat talked about, you know, the, the equation of happiness, right? The happiness is usually like you're happy when life meets or exceeds your expectations, right? Meets or exceeds your expectations. You're unhappy when life falls below your expectations. Now, think about what we do in life, right? We, we're always we're, we're setting expectations, you know, for my girl, for, for, if it's for my girl, it's for my team, it's for, like, you're creating all these expectations, and when they don't do them, you're pissed off, and you should have done that, right, that magic word, should, like, said, don't should all over yourself, you feel me, like, that's, I, I, I love that statement, because shoulds create expectations, and expectations make you, you know, uh, feel unhappy, like, oh, man, like, you didn't do what you're supposed to do, now, look, there's standards, and there's, and there's, uh, there's standards, and there's agreements, Right. But the, the, the kicker is that, like, for instance, I expect now life to be hard, meaning hard, like life is beautiful. Right. But you know what? The economy is going to get fucked up in the next whatever, three to five years. That's, I'm going to expect it. Right. When it happens, instead of being like, oh, my God, man, I'm just working with it. I'm in all, all of it. Right. And once again, I would love to tell you that I'm there a lot. You know, majority of my time I'm not. But I'm experiencing more of that. Because it's not, you know, because it's like life is not binary. It's like you're here or you're there, right? It's always flowing. But this, you know, phase of through me, I cooperate with life happening. You know, the belief here is that I'm the source of all meaning. I experience things as perfect, whole, complete. Life handles all the apparent problems, right? Like you're, you're controlling what you can control. And you know what? Life is happening as it should be, right? That's it. Now, like I said, once again, this is kind of like, and, and what I would say is that this is where purpose kicks in, right? Because the key questions are, are, are what wants to happen through me? And, you know, the first person that kind of really opened me up to this was, was, was Garrett J. White, uh, who's a, a good friend and a mentor. And, you know, when he would talk about the voice, right? The voice would be essentially, you know, and some people call it, you know, whether it's with God, the universe, your gut, uh, you know, it, it, the, the energy, like whatever, whatever it is for you, right? Like, 
I'm, I'm not here to say what that is, but the point is, is like when you quiet everything else, right? The doubters, the editors, you know, your parents, the society of like what should be and what you should do. And you listen to the voice and you do what you feel you were called to do. Right. For me, it was this. For me, it was, you know, the, the platform of Vigor Round Fitness and Performance and in spreading, like I said, both helping people take control of their bodies and their minds. And like I said, like moving them from the to me to buy me stage. You know, now of course, I'm not going to market that because that's not what people want. People want to get in, in better shape. They want to take control of their body. Right. They want to take control of their lives. And, and so that's what we help people do. And I do the same thing both in fitness and both in the business realm, helping other people take control of their gyms so that they can help hundreds more people, thousands more people take control of their life and, you know, get what they deserve. Right. But, but, but that was the thing is like making that decision where in tough situations, you know, I would, I would, I would choose less money. I would choose the harder option because it was my calling, right? That's through me and I'm cooperating with life, right? So, but the benefits of that is there's non-attachment. There's unlimited possibility and there's plenty of everything. There's that abundance mindset, right? And you're chasing legacy. So, you know, those are three states that, that like I said, you know, and it's work to get through them. It's not like, oh man, I, I read a book, I read some notes, Lucas said this, so here we are. Now I'm cooperating with life happening. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of things that, you got to go through. But if you keep, you know, kind of like peeling that, I would say, um, peeling that nugget, you know what I mean? And, and getting the deeper layer of, your, of yourself. And I would say like the harder you work, the more fears that you face, the more challenges that you face, the, the easier it's going to be, or not that easy, but, but it's like the faster you're going to get through those kind of like loops of purpose uh, to get to that stage. But man, like, you know, I would definitely say like, why do I read a lot? Why do I surround myself by mentors, take courses, go on like, you know, everything from, medi- you know, I would say, meditation retreats or um, going to Montana, you know, uh, to in, in a couple of weeks to do this, uh, you know, magic mushroom trip with with uh, psilocybin and, and, and uh, I'll say these Native American rituals. And it, because once again, I'm, I'm, I'm working on tapping into uh, some higher level consciousness and answer some things for myself. Right. And it, but it's like, you know, there are layers to this. You know, you talked to me 10 years ago, like we're not having this conversation. We may be having a conversation of growth, absolutely, but very different, very different, right? So I'd have you strongly consider that like the things that I just talked about, like you're going, going from to me to by me to through me is going to be a big part of like how you get to this place where, man, I'm excited. Like if, if you give me a choice and, and, and it's like, hey, you can make $30,000, you know, in, in the next two weeks going this route, doing this, or, you know, you can make 10 grand, but you're going to do it with your friends and you're going to be building some purposeful shit. Maybe you're going to make a couple grand or maybe you won't even make nothing. But I'm looking at the big picture and I'm going to choose that because I, I'm, it's meaningful work. I'm doing it with my friends. Like the reward, the, the, here's the thing, the price that you pay. Like for me, like when I, you know, uh, and I'm going out to Montana with Jay, with Mike DeSanti, with uh, Nate Green and, you know, it, like that experience, right? Like. For, for me and the growth of that, like what's the price that you pay if you go and choose something else that you don't love doing, even though you make money and you get some significance over this other experience where you grow as a person, you're doing it with people that you love, you're building something greater. But yeah, right now, short-term gratification, you're not getting that same thing out of it, but long-term and actual, the feeling that you get out of it is much bigger, right? I, I, I would like, I would have you consider to challenge yourself and move in that direction. And, and so with that said, you know, I'm going to bring you to, uh, I'm going to bring you to kind of like the last part of this, you know, 
I guess it's short. Or Gene's going to be like, this shit ain't short, man. <laughs> but, hey, it is. Like, I, I just go I just go by off, off, off what I feel. And so, you know, the last part of this is that, you know, uh, what gets in the way of all of this? You know, what gets in the way of all these breakthroughs? What gets in the way of you getting shit done and making things happen and working with the people you love and doing the things that you love? And it's fear, right? That fear, period. The truth be told, like the root cause of things like busyness, you know, and, and stress is fear. The stress you're experiencing, like work and home are manifestations of the fear that is driving you, right? So, uh, you know, if you've been in business, and I, I, I guarantee you, like I know I did, right? I, I did when I started off, like sometimes fear or anger drives you and you get some success, right? Um, but once you build that success, and like I said, if you build success from scarcity, I used to work, operate really well from that. Actually, I, I, I still do, and I have to consciously stay away from that, right? When you put me in a corner, like, oh, yeah? You're gonna, be, you're gonna go against me? Okay, fuck that, I'll crush everybody. I worked really well from that place. I still do, it's actually kind of something uh, uh, that, that if I'm not conscious about it, I default to, right? Me against the world, like, you know, and, and that's not the best. Maybe at a certain point in, t- in time in your life, you know, there's a pl- there's a space for that, right? But beyond that, uh, you know, that's not a way to live a long in, in the long term. It's not it's not a way to create abundance and a legacy, right? Because scare, you know, working hard in scarcity and doing that mentality might get you to abundance, but if you don't fix that, if you don't see different possibilities, then you're gonna keep going back. You know what I mean? Like you're gonna go from abundance to scarcity, abundance to scarcity, create abundance be confused and bored and not know what to do, you know, burn it all to the ground, go back to scarcity because that's where you feel driven. That's where you feel motivated. Oh yeah, yeah, you against me, me against the world, like whatever. And you create again and you keep burning and churning and burning and churning, right? And there's another place and another place is, you know, going from abundance to legacy. And I've talked about this before, but remember like with success, more fears emerge, right? So people think that the more successful you become, the less fear you have, but actually you often become more fearful, right? This is, you know, like I said, this is my experience in my own life uh, at, at times, as well as, you know, talking to many business owners They actually create something, uh, you know, uh, I would say successful, you know, whatever that may be, uh, money and successful business some significance, people know them, whatever it may be, right? Um, because you don't want to lose what you have built. So more people are looking to you and, and at you, you know, so you feel more, you know, more pressure. You feel you got to do more, prove more, or lose more, essentially. Um, so the success is greater, so the fall is greater if you fail, and too often the fear of failure becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy that leads to failure. So think about that, right? Because, because you fear failure, you hold back. Think about this, like even neuro- neurologically in life, right? If I fear something, I get tight, I get toned, I get tense, I can't flow, I can't be the most powerful. I mean, you look at MMA athletes, right? They're afraid if they're tense, they can't throw the hardest punch, right? I'm not with, I'm not flowing. I just talked about through me, flow, right? Being connected. And so fear creates tension. Fear creates a self-fulfilling prophecy of like holding back, you know, being protective, disconnected, and so on and so forth. And it leads to failure, right? So man, like I always tell like the, you know, the kids that come in through, uh, through b-ball classes and even just the younger generation, shit, like I got to tell it to everybody now, right? But it's like, uh, you know, do not fear knowing that, you know, fear was the one thing that would keep them from, from their destiny and from getting what they want. So, you know, think about this way, that, and, and this, ca- this can sound a little foofish, but I promise you, because it leads back right to where I started, okay? Um, the, you know, the way to be successful long-term and to do, you know, great things even through the obstacle is with love. And love is the antidote to fear, busyness, stress, uh, all of it, right? And don't fear failing 
don't fear like losing clients. Don't fear, uh, you know, insert whatever statement, you know, making uh, less money, uh, you know, short term, you know, short term losing X, Y, Z. Uh, don't fear that you won't be successful. Don't think, don't fear that things won't go your way. Instead, do everything with love and you'll cast out fear. Like you'll flow instead of stress and you'll create more success than you could ever imagine. So, you know, I, I think Jesse Elder talked about this back in the day. He was like, man, fear and fear and love can't exist in the same place. They can interchange really fast, right? You can go from love to fear really fast. But when you love, there is no fear. Like, you know, and that was like profound to me. Um, and I had to come back to it, right? And so think of it, so think about it this way. Um, if in each moment, right, each day to the fullest you love and, and prevent all the negative force, forces from sabotaging you, the more you focus on love in each moment and each day, the more fear fades away. Think about of a craftsman, no matter what, like, you know, craft can be coaching, craft can be, uh, you know, creating furniture, craft can be making a coffee, you know, uh, me, Steph, and Theo were talking today about uh, this uh, this uh, coffee shop idea. Deeper than that, but like you know, once again, that's craft, right? And imagine that craftsman beginning new work, right? The craftsman is not thinking about failure. The craftsman is only thinking about building his work with love, because he loves his work so much and creates with love. Fear loses his power over that person, and this allows him to do the best work and create with all the love in the universe, right? So that's the kicker. It, you you think that like you know, that fear and like competition and, you know, uh, me against the world is going to get you to be the best at stuff. But that's, but that's not what actually happens. Right. And so think about that. I talked about at the beginning how, you know, when Martin came through and like, man, we were, we were honestly, I mean, about a lot of the stuff we were doing was we're, we're creating things because we were talking about the strategies for the biz division and things like that, but we're doing that with love. Right. Um, so, with that, I'm going to leave you with this, right? Because th this is this is something uh, that I have from from a book that I loved. Uh, I love the the whole sequence of this that I now repeat to myself. But cho you know, choosing love because that will make you work better. Because it sounds foofoo. I get it, man. It doesn't. Once again, I'm not saying that struggle doesn't exist, obstacle doesn't exist. That you won't get pissed off. They're like all that shit happens all the time. But just think about true north, right? Like I talked about like how a compass, you know what I mean? When you, if you've ever been on a trek through the woods, like we've done, you know, nighttime excursions and all types of crazy shit and you got your compass, you know what I mean? And you're going north. The arrow doesn't stay straight. Like it goes like this, left and right and bounces. But at the end, you're still pointing true north. So this is how life works. You get pissed off, you get jealous, you get angry, you get this, you get that. But as long as you come back to your true north and work from love, then a lot of great things will happen. So I'll leave you with this. Uh, you think of it as a poem, as a saying, as, as whatever. Love the struggle because it makes you appreciate your accomplishments. Love the challenges because they make you stronger. Love competition because it makes you better. Love negative people because they make you more positive. Love those who have hurt you because they teach you forgiveness. Love fear because it makes you courageous. The secret to life and the greatest success strategy is to love all of it and fear none of it. And of course, like, I certainly understand like fear is going to be there, right? But if you go in with love, then you can, you can step through fear. I, I, I'm not the person that goes like fear doesn't exist, right? I, fear is real. And, and, you know, like Stephen Pressfield says, hey, um, I, I think it was Epictetus, uh, the poet, if I'm not mistaken, but it was like, you know, 
and said, hey, square your shoulders to the enemy, to the man killing spears, right? It's like, man, like face your fear, like go, go full force into your fear because it loses its fear. But go into that with love. The love of the people that you care about, the love of the people to work, uh, the love of the work that you do, the love of your craftsmanship, the love of the vision, that true north, right? And, and man, life will be better, right? And it's like, I'm, I'm certainly not the person that's like foo-foo-ish flying, floating up in the air. And it's like, no, none. There's no, nothing bad will happen. Now, fuck that. Like, you, we, we know that's not true. But, but like, this approach to living makes your life better, makes you create better work, makes you be more connected, and makes you be more successful. So with that said, hey, I hope you like this, uh, you know, kind of new format. We'll be punching out some of these. Um, and, you know, love and appreciate you. Hey, always love the feedback, guys. Go to iTunes. Leave that five-star review. You know, let me know what you think. Let me know how this is doing for it. Share it because, once again, if when you share it, other people can hear it. And don't let this be thought-provoking. Let it be change-provoking. If it's change-provoking for you, it may be change-provoking for somebody else. And this is how the ripple becomes a wave. And we make a change. And we get people from to me, life happening to me, to buy me life. I make life happen. All right? So with that said, peace out. Love and appreciate you. See you in the next episode of Vigor Life Podcast.